0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Far Better Podcast. Glad that you're with us. Today's the day. Last episode with Jamison Stewart. Next week, we're going to close the season out, starting out with our last three episodes with BJ Clark, my dad. And so I'm really glad that we have the opportunity to uh, sit down with Jamison one more time. I don't know if anybody got it right, because at the time that we're filming this, no one's heard anything yet. But if you got it right, I will let you know. But I will not let you know until after this episode has aired. So if you got it right and you're listening, you're like, no one contacted me. Give me a minute. All right. Just hold on. Bear with me here. You know, I got to let this thing play out and marinate a little bit here. But, Jameson, in sports, professional, you really, to my knowledge, only care about baseball and football. Do you you really care at all about basketball? No. Yeah, I mean, hockey and basketball is not really your jam. Um Jameson just likes teams. <laughs> it's hard to explain because you've been a pretty loyal fan for a very long time. Your NFL team for the longest time was the
1: the New York Giants. That's right. Eli Manning was their quarterback. That's right.
0: And maybe some of you got that right. And if you did, I am so happy. I'm so proud of you. I have no way of knowing yet, but I'm very proud of you if you did. Congratulations. Let me say that right now. Baseball.
1: Chicago Cubs and have been a Chicago Cubs fan since I was little. Yeah. So. so
0: he doesn't get he doesn't claim the most recent championship that they had won, you know, back back, back a few years ago. Now.
1: Oh yeah, I've been a fan yeah. since since they were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: the last two years, no, <laughs> no. I've been a fan. Um, of the la- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so d- d- I I can speak to the validity of both of these. I have seen Jamison, you know, walk into GBN. On a day when we were gonna be in the studio in a Cubs hat that was obviously ten to fifteen years old. You know, he's had it for a long time. I've seen him I think you still have that hat. My somewhere. head hasn't grown That's since right. I was nine years old. <laughs> he bought an adjustable cap. Dude's good. But I mean the thing looks ten to twelve years old. So I mean maybe you just Probably wore it a that. lot. But I've also know that you you've been a Giants fan for a long time. But we were talking a little bit off the, the you know, before I hit the record button here. Daniel Jones not being the best quarterback. Maybe he okay. At the time that we're recording this, Daniel Jones doesn't look great. What if? Let me let me do a little Wayne Rogers thing with you here. What would you do if by the time this is recording, the Giants are Super Bowl champions? Would you stick with the Giants?
1: I mean, then yeah, I'd have to because right. clearly that's God's team because a miracle <laughs> has occurred. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if Daniel Jones wins the Super Bowl, that that's just it. Miracles I mean, have not ceased. I mean, somehow
1: <laughs> he's he's figured out how to throw it to his own players. That's right.
0: And not trip when he's running down the sideline, you know, on an 80-yard scamper into the end zone where he is literally not impeded by anything except his own
1: feet. Um, that was last year, though.
0: But it's a good
1: thing they didn't reach on him in yeah. the yeah. draft. Well, that's a six-overall pick.
0: Yeah. I think mean, it could be worse. They could have taken
1: Dwayne Haskins. I don't know that that was worse. <laughs>
0: But I do know we were talking about, you know, what team would you want? Do I go with the Chicago Bears? But I pointed out they're not much better right now. I mean, maybe Justin Fields has taken over the starting job for Mandy Dalton. But you've always been a Matthew Stafford guy. So I suggested that you go with the Los Angeles Rams because you like Stafford. You like Cooper Cup. You like Aaron Donald. They've got other players. That are really good too, and they're always – I mean, Stafford's always been a very interesting quarterback. You know, he had a couple of bad years there in Detroit before he was able to stay healthy. But I feel like LA makes really a lot love of sense to see for Stafford to win
1: a Super Bowl. He's, I would too. He is a great quarterback who has flown under the radar because he's played in Detroit.
0: Yeah, right. Um, you know, they 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 talk about Patrick Mahomes with the sidearm throws. Matthew Stafford was doing that before Patrick Mahomes was born, probably. You know, like, I mean, Matthew Stafford's 35, 36 years old, you know, or thirty thirty five 35, maybe. And Mahomes is 20. So, I mean, Matthew Stafford would, would have been 15 when Patrick was 10. So he's probably already doing stuff, you know, that Mahomes is perfected, if you will. But Stafford started it before Mahomes was in the NFL. Stafford has always been one of my dad's favorite quarterbacks. And I know he's always been one of yours too, because in our fantasy league, I think you've had Stafford probably most of his career after Dad left our league. Yeah, you know, Dad left our league. We did a draft. Your first pick, I think, was Stafford, and then you came back and got Aaron Rodgers. So
1: then I kept Stafford forever.
0: Yes, <laughs> and you got lucky; he got traded to LA. So I think you go with the Rams. You know,
1: I traded him right before he got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and then when he went to the Rams, I got him back.
0: That's right. Now. Just because we're we're having a little bit of fun with this, we need to talk about the one trade that you regret the most with me. And I think it was last year's. Remember who you gave me last year, right before the season started?
1: Probably erased it from my memory. Probably. I oh, gave you Derrick Henry.
0: No, worse.
1: I don't remember. Plays for
0: the Buffalo Bills.
1: Oh, Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I got lucky. I no traded you. What about to do, what I traded you Jared Goff and Derek Carr. And someone else, probably me, Cole Hartman. Um,
1: Which, to be fair, wasn't a bad trade. Well, I did end up turning that into Matthew Stafford. Again. That is true. So if he plays great. That is true. But he's not Josh Allen.
0: But, I mean, and neither one of us, I was hoping that Josh Allen would do what he did last year. Neither one of us knew that he would, but I was hoping he would. I would have never traded him. If it, right. If, you, to if you had known, you would have been like, uh, no, <laughs> not doing that. Now, that all of that has been said. I still love you. I hope you love me too.
1: What are you about to tell me?
0: Nothing. No. <laughs> uh, Matthew Stafford was found dead tonight. No, um, No, he's fine. I, I will call Jamison sometimes and, and jokingly say that one of his players has been arrested or something, so that he'll trade them to me. Maybe Matthew Stafford can get arrested, and then you have to give him to me. That'd be, that'd be kismet. Um, now, disclaimer before we get started, as we're now six and a half minutes in. <laughs> um, Megan. Ashley, don't listen to the rest of this episode. <laughs> we're we're going to give away state secrets here, and we don't want you to know what these state secrets are. The, these are the secrets to our successful marriages. Well, one successful marriage and my marriage with Megan. Uh, no, <laughs> no. These are secrets that we're going to be imparting. So if you really don't want to know how we do it, don't listen If the rest of you.
1: And my wife knows I'm not a very complicated person. so That's a
0: good point. She's probably, she's probably already said what you're going to say.
1: Yeah, she's like, what in the world are you yeah. going to say that I don't know already? She's
0: like, Michael's just speaking to speak. Um, and she's right. But <laughs> as we talk about handling disagreements, and we, we've talked about your sports teams, and I've done that with a lot of other people, by the way. I haven't just singled you out, <laughs> just, just Jameson. Um, but as we talk about your sports teams, we think about disagreements. One of the things that I always find hilarious is when training camp starts in the NFL, all the reports about a fight broke out among the players today. And, like, apparently for the Steelers this past year, Chase Claypool and Minka Fitzpatrick threw fists at each other. They literally <laughs> took fists off of someone's body and just threw them. But no, they they swung at each other. And they're on the same team. That's a weird way to handle a disagreement when you're on the same team. Marriage is a team, though. You are two people that become one, and you're going to have disagreements. And you certainly can't handle them by throwing fists. You know, you certainly can't say, I have a disagreement with my wife. It is time to physically fight her. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good idea. But the question is, as you have other players enter into that team with your children— and you've got all of this family now that's together, and you see the bumper stickers that are on the back of cars like Drew Suttles that's got like 15 kids that follow after him and Brittany. Drew probably thinks I'm just picking on him at this point, but I love you, Drew, and I I really hope and pray that you are getting sleep. But you see bumper stickers that have their kids represented. If they don't agree and get along, we got a big problem, right? Oh, yeah. Now, you were going to say something. though.
1: You're talking about Drew getting sleep. Uh, when we gra- when I graduated from Memphis School of Preaching, within a week there, graduating school, my second child, second mm. son was born, and we moved. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I remember we graduated the 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 banquet they give the graduates there. Uh, Brother Bobby Liddell, I think he asked me how it all went. I was like, "Well, doing good. I'm tired." He said, "Brother." You can sleep when you're dead. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And you know, I've thought about that ever since then as more children come into the picture. I'm like, you know what? He was very, very right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Sleep is overrated.
0: That's right. Hey, I'm with you. (laughs) And I'm about to be with you in a lot more of a sense as this second child comes into the world. But yeah, the, the idea of a family thriving can a family thrive
1: if they cannot agree? No. Um,
0: yeah. End of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, well, well and, and when I think about that, uh, think about the church. Yeah. And the church is a family. Right. In fact, I mean, the New Testament makes very clear the church, that is supposed to be the, the most tight-knit family that we have, even going beyond our, you know, our own flesh and blood, you know, father, mother, brother, sisters. Um, the church is our family. Yeah. And agreeing, and we're talking about, I think, here, I mean, certainly doctrinally, we've we got to teach what the Bible teaches, period. Right. Got to agree on that. Um, but agreeing, going into matters of, of judgment, of opinion. Right, right. I mean, you think about Romans chapter 14, uh, what Paul writes in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1 through 7, basically he says, love, one of the things he says, does not insist in having its own way, yeah, and the the New Testament has a lot to say about hey, for a family to thrive, think about the church, but it's true for you know, you know, husband, wife, children, uh, you know, that family unit as well. You know, you've got to agree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you've got to agree on the things that matter. You've also got to be able to come to an agreement on. Matters of, you know, just opinion of judgment, things that at the end of the day don't really matter, but everyone may think something different, right? You got to, you got to figure out a way to come together on that. And and
0: it starts at the top. It really does. It starts with the husband and wife, right? I mean, you have to be able to agree as husband and wife. Is it going to be a problem if they don't agree? Like, do the husband and wife really need to agree? Like you think about a head coach, he's going to disagree sometimes with his staff he has final say. Some people look at the husband and they say, well, since God says he's the head of the wife, you know, and he's the head of the house, then they don't have to worry about being in agreement because if he decides something, it's just going to happen. So do the, do the husband and wife even need to agree?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They need to agree. I, um, End of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that a lot. That's right. Um, but what I'm reminded of is, is what, is what Peter says over in, he talks about role of husbands and wives in First right. Peter three verse one through seven. And he spends a lot. Of, I, I've talked through that section before because there's, if you don't know, it's seven verses. Six of the seven verses is addressing the wives, and there's one verse for the husband. And <laughs> I taught that one time, and some lady said, "You spent a lot of time talking, you know, about the women." I was like, "Well, that's what the verse the way did. the verse lays out." <laughs> but it's not just because there's more said; it's sure. not emphasizing that. Hey. You know, it's more important for the. You know, no, both roles are important. Right, but it's very interesting to me what Peter says about husbands, as he tells them, husbands in First Peter three verse seven, likewise dwell with them, dwell with your wife with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered. Now, I'm not going to take the time to go into all the context of that, but. I'll just kind of jump straight to the point. I believe what that's talking about is the weaker vessel. Yeah. It's talking about the fact that she has been told by God to be submissive to your own husband. Dwell with your wife understanding what a challenging role she has from God. Yeah. Dwell with her understanding. I mean, think about it from our perspective. If 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 the roles were reversed, Think about how challenging that would be. And so husbands, live with your wife knowing how difficult it is to do what God has commanded her. And so then live with her and treat her in such a way that, that respects her yeah. and that values her opinion, that values her thoughts, uh, you know, that, that asks for her advice. Don't just you know, run over her because, you know, hey, this is what God told you to do. Right, but tr- treat her with respect.
0: Right, I'm about to say something for Caleb Brotherford. I, I need to pause. There are cameras in the room. We're, we're recording this at East Hill. For those that don't know, Caleb just texted me about me wearing his headphones, so he's watching us right now, and uh, we're we're both looking at him right now. So sorry for that. But James and I felt got a little distracted by me looking at him, a little distracted. But that, that idea of understanding. That idea of saying, I don't know what it's like, but I can be more understanding leads to more agreeable, you know, moments in our marriages. So what do we do to stop disagreeing and start being more agreeable? How do we, is there anything, Megan and I, we don't like to use the word compromise because compromise in, insinuates that someone lost We rather use the phrase common ground. Can we find common ground to put our feet on and move forward that way? A compromise means she won or I lost and vice versa. I won and she lost. That's not what marriage is supposed to be. It's not a competition. How do we stop looking at it from a perspective of I cannot get along with my spouse? How do we fix that?
1: Well, just thinking about from the common ground perspective is, you know, if we think about, I guess, what we're trying, you know, whatever the situation may be, what, what are we trying to accomplish? You know, what is it we're wanting to do? Is it some plan we have? Some Maybe it's some home project we're doing. Yeah. Okay. We can, you know, our common ground is, hey, we want... As far as maybe something in the kitchen goes, you know, refurbishing, remodeling, something there. We want this done. Yes, we can agree on that. Okay. Right. The details then, and I think about applying biblical principles. We talked about don't insist, don't insist on having your own way. You know, it's if we bring the attitude of it's my way or the highway to marriage. Good luck.
0: You're gonna be driving. You're gonna be, dri- sure. be driving. <laughs> that's for sure. You um, can make that your your you know your point, but you better get a car with good gas mileage because you're gonna be on the road for a while. <laughs> yeah. So
1: it's and, and there's nothing wrong though with sharing your thoughts and your opinions, but right. don't don't insist at all costs, I will get what I want. Yeah. That that's whether you're a man or a woman, I can guarantee you. Nobody wants to be married to somebody like that.
0: And I've never been a big fan of the, the congregations that say, well, we're hiring your wife too. Then you better give her a paycheck. <laughs> I mean, not, no offense to any eldership that's, that's of that opinion, but you know, you're, you're hiring me. I'm the minister. And, for example, when Forest Hill you know, in the school contacted me about becoming a recruiter there, I had the right to say, this is what we're doing. I could have said that because I was the one offered the job. I could have taken no regard for anything, but instead, I sat down, I talked with my wife. We talked for weeks about everything, and weeks turned into months, you know, and, and months turned into decades. No, you know, it felt like it because, you know, you're trying to figure out a new work. It, it figures out to be a lot of time, but I remember having late night conversations with her about what about this and, and what about that. She wasn't the one being called to be hired. But because she's my wife, because she's my teammate, I want her to be happy wherever I'm going. And if I, if I were to find out for some reason that she wouldn't be happy, or if vice versa, if she were to find out something that would make me unhappy, it's not compromise, it's can two walk together except to be in a, you know, an agreement? Can we make it in life without being in agreement with each other? Can, can I make it? in my marriage to 50, 60, 70 years, if I'm never thinking about how her and I will be in agreement on what we do. You know, my good friends from school, Tate and Kayla, we joke that anytime we're going to go somewhere, we need to start planning where we're going to eat the month before we see each other because it takes forever. I cannot tell you how many times we'd be in a car and we're like, let's go here. Okay, great. And we're in the car and one of us would go, you know, it sounds really good and say a completely different restaurant. And that restaurant, none of us wanted to eat at except that one person. And now we're all debating about where we're going. We had to take a lot of time to be in agreement on where we were going to end up going to eat. But that idea of making the time to find agreement, it's so important. And if it's that way with my friends, it needs to be that way with my wife. You know, I can disagree on where she wants to eat. And, you know, her being pregnant right now, she's kind of dictating what we're eating a little bit more than normal, as you are well aware of with, you know, pregnancy does that cravings. I want to go eat here. Where are we going? We're going there. And that's just kind of how life is. But when she's not pregnant, you know, she doesn't just say we're eating here tonight. This is what sounds good to me. So I this is where I want to eat. And she doesn't sound that demanding right now. But she's saying, hey, this is what I'm craving. This is what I want to eat. OK, we'll go eat there. But she'll come to me, you know, other times and say, let's go eat here. I don't really want to eat there tonight. Oh, you have anything in mind? We can disagree on what we want to eat for dinner, but we really can't disagree from a marital perspective. Yeah. You got anything you want to kind of close out with?
1: Yeah, well, I was just thinking along the lines of what you were saying, and it's, you know, just be, be, I mean, this is what we're talking about, and maybe it's not as simple as I'm about to make it sound, but be an agreeable person. Yeah. You know, be willing is like, you know, know, we've had Mexican, you know, three times this month. Be agreeable. Yeah. Go along with it. Um, What I found just in my own marriage and just, you know, interacting with other people. Right. Agreeable people, when they do give an opinion. Yeah. Which is usually not very often. People, you know, people who know them know. They don't ever say where they want to go eat. And people are often like, hey, yeah, we'll go there. Yeah. Um, agreeable people, just uh, they're more of a joy to be around. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, don't insist on having our own way. Be someone who is willing to put aside what I want, you know, and, and just be agreeable. Just be willing to go along with what somebody else might want to do. Yeah.
0: Sometimes it's okay to yield. Yeah, You know, sometimes it's okay to say, if that's what you really want, dear, I, I can be okay with that. Yeah, I can, I can do, do this. I can be involved in this, you know, and sometimes it's, it's okay to say, no, I don't want to do that. You know, and then the other person needs to be, like you said, an agreeable person. The only way we're going to have disagreements is if we choose to do so. Yeah. Now, disagreements about things that truly matter, obviously, you know, we understand those things will happen and they need to be talked about, but you know, some of the fights that happen in marriages are, are kind of weird. You know, just like, are we really fighting about the fact that I said I didn't want to go to Taco Bell and I wanted to go here instead? Is that what we're going to fight about tonight? And I'm not saying that happens with people, but sometimes the fights are really that silly and the disagreements are really that silly. Well, we've eaten there every day this month. Okay. You know, well, then. Well, then, so if that's the case, then you say, well, where would you like to eat? You know, my, my wife is more of an outdoors person. I'm more of an indoors person. It's really hard for us to find stuff that we like to go do. I like to go to the movies. I like to go to the bowling alley to do anything that's indoors and air conditioned. Megan's idea of fun is let's go out and hike for five days and we will enjoy our time together. And I'm not that way. But there are things that I can do that she likes to do. It's like, hey. Go you to know, Shelby Farms, you know, that's close by, and we can go do this or we can go do that. And now that I've said that, we're gonna have to go to Shelby Farms. But um, hey,
1: this ice cream truck is outside. That's
0: right. We, you know, honey, we can walk to the edge of our driveway <laughs> and we can get some ice cream, we can hike and to we the come edge of our right back in. Hey, enjoy you know what? Some outside time. Sonic allows us to sit outside. Why don't we go get a drink and just sit outside there and, you know, come back to the
1: house after 10 minutes? Perfect. Problem solved. That's
0: right. But that's the thing, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's as simple as. Your wife comes home and says, "I really want to walk around IKEA for five hours. Walk around IKEA for five hours. You don't have to disagree just to disagree. You know, there's not going to be some badge or medal in heaven that's given out to the people who disagreed the most about the silliest stuff. Being an agreeable person, I think, like you said, is very important. Now, maybe you disagree with how long this podcast has been. Well, guess what? <laughs> that's on you. No, <laughs> uh, ultimately, we, we agree. No. <laughs> ultimately, um. I I appreciate you guys taking some time to listen. I appreciate Jameson sitting down. Um, J- Jameson, you know, he wouldn't necessarily want this told, but at the time we're finishing up, it's almost 11, and Jameson lives 40 minutes from where we were filming, and uh, he was willing to come up tonight on a Wednesday night after he taught class and, and probably studied all day and got ready for class, and he, he basically preached another class tonight by the time we were done with these three episodes because we filmed about an hour's worth of material. So... Um, pray for Jameson as he's driving home. Um, it won't matter because he's hopefully already made it, but if he didn't But it's not <laughs> we just hope as R J would say <laughs> that he dies safely. Uh RJ, if you're listening to this, never gets old. No, it doesn't. If you're listening to this and going, what is happening? We are sorry. It is 11 o'clock and we're probably slap happy, but um, I'm going to go get dinner and Jameson's going to drive home. So uh, Lord willing, next week, we'll close out our season with BJ Clark, my dad. And uh, as always, let's please God now so our eternity is far better. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network And we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter. So don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use. And please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.